Spencer, there's no way not to talk about it. I hope you don't get sick about talking about it, but Final Warp Tour, we gotta talk about it. No way not to. It's awesome, you know, it's an honor to be a part of the last Warp Tour. I grew up, like I'm sure, 99% of the bands playing today going to Warp Tour as a kid and dreaming about playing and to be a part of the uh, you know a real historical moment in the tours um, time is, is just is awesome and I'm so glad we're, we're on this last run so you played on it you've gone to it as a fan is there a quintessential Warp Tour band when you think about Warp Tour is there one band that, that pops out for you for me it would probably have to be either like real big fish or less than Jake yeah. like that kind of era of the, the, the punk ska stuff which got me into Warp Tour and got me into going to the show in the first place and to see that those bands are still playing the tours so cool that's pro those are probably the two uh, that, I, that I would think about yeah, it's cool that that, that for me too, man, that's kind of the, the first band I think of. But then it's cool, like you're a band that doesn't sound anything like those bands. Right. It's really cool the diversity that the Warp Tour has grown into. Absolutely, and what's so cool about, um, on our new album, we did this song, and it had horn parts. And I'm like thinking, man, those two bands would be so perfect to, to be a part of our album. And Less Than Jake ended up doing it, so they're on our album. And it's, so, it's such an honor to uh, have someone that you know a band that that i grew up uh, idolizing be a part of our band even though we're worlds apart uh in in sound and i think it's just going to be a really cool collaboration so i'm super excited about that that's what i think about when i think about the warp tour i think about diversity i think that that's one thing that they're great about and i wonder i'm trying to figure out why all these tours keep going away man like warp tour has gone away Ozfest, mayhem fest yeah. like they all keep going away and it seems like europe's doing it right somehow but i i don't know why i don't know what the disconnect is. I don't know if it, it might probably be the boom of social media and how everything is so immediate and instead of maybe going to a concert kids are more inclined to say oh let's just you know pull up a video on YouTube or something and you know I'm not someone who sits here and you know hates on social media or anything because I think it's it's been a invaluable tool as far as marketing our band and other bands as far as gaining exposure but um, I think there's something to be said for uh, this new generation are less inclined to want to sit all day in the sun and listen to bands rather than, you know, they'd rather uh, sit in the comfort of their home in the AC and maybe just check out YouTube or Snapchat instead. Yes, man. But it's a, it's a shame. I feel like they, they keep dying each year. I mean, we need we need more and more festivals going on, and it, it bums me out. Would you ever do your own festival? Would that be the dream one day is to maybe have your own festival? Yeah, well, we've talked about it a lot. Um, you know, we're from, I'm from the Salem, Massachusetts area, which is obviously has a very macabre history to it, which sort of ties into our band. And uh, I think we, we've always wanted to do something in Salem, Massachusetts around the Halloween season. So hopefully that comes to fruition at some point. That'd be killer. Like one big hometown yeah. festival kind of destination. Exactly. Kind of and if it does well, maybe we take it to other cities uh, that also have sort of, um, you know, a sinister historical nature to them. One big thing I'm a big fan of, I'm curious if you are too, craft 
beer. You a craft beer fan at all? I do like beer. I like, to, I like craft beer. you have any favorite style, IPA, stout? Um, I guess what, what would be my favorite? There's um, local to, to, to Salem area is Notch, which is a really cool brewery, and they make great IPAs and, and stouts. And Why not do a collab, dude? That would be great. Do a fear beer or something. <laughs> but we always wanted to do an ice wine kills. So. There you go. So maybe Wine would be perfect with beer. A lot of bands are doing that. Maiden, of course, Deftones, but yeah. that seems like a real like revenue opportunity for bands. And there's uh, there's a liquor store in the Massachusetts area that always has like the coolest IPAs and stuff, Cappy's Liquor, and I, I always I always go there because I see like you know the logos of the of the IPAs have skulls on them and really badass stuff. So. That's my favorite is like the New England style, the hazy, unfiltered IPAs. Have you seen exactly, those? Yeah, where you're almost like chewing on it. It's so thick. Exactly. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite type of beers. But um, let me get you on a couple other things here, just kind of opinion-wise. One of the other big tours that, that's going out this summer that I think you'd have an opinion on one way or the other, and I kind of like doing a this or that kind of thing. Uh, Manson and Zombie hitting the road together. Out of those two, who who do you prefer? Who who had bigger impact? Um, man, that's really hard to to choose between the two because I I really liked both of those artists growing up. Um, all the way back from when Rob Zombie was was White Zombie, and I remember seeing their show. They toured with Corn. I think it was probably in like '99 or 2000, and and just being blown away by their stage production. You know, big uh, animatronic like monsters on stage, and fire, and 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 girls dancing and stuff. And one of the new bands that that we're really good friends with that that I think is sort of carrying that torch is Motionless and White. They they really have sort of uh, honed in on that big production value but I, I, I love Manson just as much and I, I remember my uh, dad buying me Antichrist Superstar and then immediately returning it because he opened the cover and it's Manson there with uh, like tubes coming out of his genitals and the other guys are drinking it and then the next day my mom took me back to the store and bought it Aww. bought it back for me because I didn't tell her my dad returned it so <laughs> so out of the two if you had to pick one Damn, I, I, you know what? I, I probably, if I had a gun held to my head, I would have maybe have to say Rob Zombie just because I, I love that he's uh, such a horror fan and, and, and so involved in the uh, film side of the genre. You know, I really liked his Halloween remake, the first one in particular, and I, I loved Devil's Reject and yeah. Devil Re, Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. And now we've got the new one, Three from Hell, which is like the the, the trilogy. Right, back with Sid Haig and. Uh, Bill Moseley and everyone, so I'm excited. Talking uh, new metal, get your opinion on something. You know, a couple years ago we had the the rage with the big four, right? You know, the big four: Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth. Yeah. So, thinking I about fans, it, I don't know what the rage was. What, uh, they, they, they just said they called it. No, not not some fighting. They did a couple of shows together, but they basically like kind of kind of put a, a, a name on that category of oh, music. Okay, okay. I missed, so like okay. they're the big four of thrash metal. Okay, that makes sense. So thinking back to your kind of influences and, and adding a couple to it, I, I kind of came up with my own, and I'm calling it the new metal six pack. Okay. So again, I'm going to make you choose out of Limp Bizkit. Rage Against the Machine, Corn, Lincoln Park, Slipknot, or System of a Down? Damn, that's really hard. Um, I've sort of just recently rediscovered how what what a great band System of a Down is. 
um, I, I, I love their, their the way those two guys harmonize with each other and they're, they're so original and I just love their melodies and I, I feel like I missed the boat on them when I was younger because I was ne- I always liked it sort of casually but I wasn't like obsessed with it like I I probably should have been if I had given it more of a chance but growing up Korn was always a, um, a big band for me as far as influence I, I remember just really getting obsessed with them to the point where I wouldn't only buy the albums but I would buy like the VHS tapes they would put out and um, I think they had a VHS tape called Who Then Now or something and it that's one where they're spitting on each other yeah yeah <laughs> and it sort of took you through the, the making of um, um, Life is Peachy right so right after the success of the um, of the self-titled one and I, I, I went to the first Family Values tour in I think it was 98 and I remember my parents dropping me off and being so excited to see Orgy and 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 uh, Limp Biscuit and Ice Cube and Corn with the Corn Cage with all their fans. They used to do a thing where the Asylum. They, I don't know what I think it was called the Corn Cage. Basically, at every radio station on the on the tour, right. p- kids would enter to be on stage yes. with the band and be in the they Corn the Cage. Asylum. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I got to do that one year. It was cool to be on stage. But you anything. Yeah, probably right, because the monitors. Everything's forward, and you're like behind everything. Yeah, and Rammstein was on, and they were, um, you know, the guy came out fully engulfed in flames, so I think out of those I would choose Korn, because I think they really brought me into the the heavy side of the music world. Probably one of the first bands I liked that was, you know, really heavy and aggressive. Maybe that's a a tour that could come back, the Family Values. That would be really sick. That'd be sick. Alright, one last one. Kind of a hard one, but I think you gotta have an opinion. And I'm only asking because I still haven't figured out, excuse me, how to process it myself. I'm kinda stuck. Band I'm a fan of, went away, just came back after some jail time. Oh. As I lay dying. Yeah. How do you feel about the situation? I'm torn, I'm a fan, I was a fan. And then Tim went to jail for hiring a cop to killed his wife right and then now they're back i still don't i don't i don't know how to process that I've always been a big As L.A. Dying fan. I, I think they were also one of the first bands. You know, I said Corn that first got me into heavy music, but I think As L.A. Dying was one of the first bands that was like really heavy, you know, full-on oh. screaming, really metalcore that I really, um, really connected with, especially um, Shadows or Security. I think that, that was amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, they've always been a big influence on me. Um, from what I understand, and it's not an excuse, but it's sort of maybe an explanation, he was going through a lot of drug abuse with the steroids. And uh, from what I understand, that can really mess up your head and uh, cloud your judgment. So <clears throat> I think everybody... Um, for the most part deserves a second chance you know not someone that you know kills a hundred people from you know a rooftop in Las Vegas they don't deserve a second chance but uh, um, I think that the fact that his original members are standing behind him says something and uh, uh, from my perspective I think he should get a second chance and uh, see if he could prove that uh, he's a different man and uh, I think the music scene is uh, is better with better music so I I think if they release a slam and record and the last song that I heard was great and then all the power to him I hope he uh, hope he can rebuild his life cool one last question for you 
first album you bought or downloaded with your own money? Wow, first album I bought or downloaded. Well, when I first bought my first album, definitely wasn't downloading available. <laughs> I think the first band that I really, really got into was Nirvana. You know, I was uh, probably like six or seven years old, and I had the benefit of having an older sister who was in high school at the time, so it sort of trickled down to me, you know, finding out about music before the other, you know, seven-year-olds who probably wouldn't be into Nirvana. So I, I would say Nevermind was the, the album that really got me into wanting to be a musician, and I wanted to grow my hair blonde, long and dye it blonde and look like Kurt Cobain, so I'd have to go with Nevermind. Just a, a, I'd skip that one, and you know, I had the new metal six-pack, I have the flannel five. Oh, nice Soundgarden. Soundgarden, Nirvana, Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam, STP, Alice, Alice in Chains. Chains. Yeah, out of those, who would I choose? <laughs> I'm honestly a big fan of all of them, but as I said, Nirvana was the one that, that got me into it, so I'd have to go with Nirvana, but I, I, I honestly love every single one of those bands you just listed. And just to pick a song for Nirvana, when to play on the radio. <sighs> pick a song for Nirvana, maybe Rape Me. That's just such a badass song, and the guitar tone at the beginning is uh, untouchable, man. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks online at KCALFM.com. Adios.